dmtwclothing.com. Don't make this weird. Um, whatever it is that you do in life, again, do with your heart, chase your passions, and watch it become reality. That's what we're about. You guys are going to find some cool items, some MMCast items for sale here in the next three weeks. They'll be all launched and uh, next, you know, more conventions, things like that. So, Welcome, travelers. We're aware that your journey was difficult, but prepare to have your questions answered, for you have been granted an audience with the Masters of Modern. And welcome back to Masters of Modern. I'm your host, Alex Kessler, here with my co-host, Ben Bateman. What's up, everybody? Who the heck was that guy? It's the uh, 4th of July, Alex. Oh, he's, okay. He's more Batman-y. <laughs> more you were demonic. Like, you were like a monster there. <clears throat> yeah. Batman's much more just like this. Um, Batman. Yeah, that's kind of like Batman. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good. I was watching uh, Spotlight last night. Did you ever watch it? The, that's... That's the, the one that won Best Picture. The, yeah, I watched it. It's yeah, really, it's like that. The it's the like ending really, of that's like disturbing. Yeah, it's really when good. They just like list the different cities that yeah, like it's crazy. that kind of scandal has happened in. Yeah, it's in wild. cities and it's just like page after, and it's not like like six on a page. It's like sixty, like yeah. five columns of like ten point font of just yeah. lists of cities, and it just wild. goes on forever. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. But the point of that story was that uh, why I'm a Jewish, Michael. Well, <laughs> and Michael Keaton's in it, and like it's just funny seeing Michael Keaton be like really dramatic, and then being like, man, it hasn't even been thirty years since you were. But this is this is. I mean, maybe we could talk. Well, we'll talk about this now. Yeah. My dream is for them to recast Michael Keaton as Batman and do a Batman Beyond movie with like Terry McGinnis. With like the like the oh, yeah, Iron Man yeah, like yeah, the, right, the old right, like right. future thing where he's yeah. like old disgruntled Batman with like the badass dog and he's like yeah that'd be maybe the best thing that ever happened. I if always, anyone knows Michael Keaton, please tell him. I I know him. I mean, ish. I know him from Main you know Street. My, oh, then yeah, make this happen. Like I couldn't I couldn't be like, hey, Mike, let's talk about a movie. But like I'd be like, hey, what's up, man? Good to see you. Like I've probably met him like four or five times. Could you be like, hey, you should do a Batman Beyond movie? I mean, if I if I get the opportunity, like, we want you to come back as Batman. The same guy cuts both our hair, so maybe I'll see. I'll ask my buddy. Okay. Like, when's he? I'll let's schedule it so we're All back right. to back. Let's so make this happen. All right, on to Magic the Gathering conversations. <laughs> All right. Uh, today, so this weekend, when I was shop, you know, going to the mall with my girlfriend, she was shopping, and I was sitting in the that chair specifically designated for boyfriends and/or girlfriends that have to wait for their significant right. other to shop and yep. they have nothing to do. Uh, <laughs> I decided to ask a bunch of thoughtful questions to the internet, and then after I released 20 and about you know 500 different tweet interactions i was like oh wait maybe me and ben should answer these questions on the podcast i literally thought the podcast was on fire i thought there was <laughs> i was getting so many notifications on my phone i had no idea it was happening i was like why is my <laughs> phone exploding uh and then i noticed that kessler had decided to stir the pot and yeah stirred it and cook something and, and there's a lot of really cook something great there's a lot of really interesting things uh people had a lot of interesting things to say oh is this going to be your spark it's not is it no okay um, anyway, we have a bunch of fun things. He asked all these cool questions, and uh, the point of this episode is going to be we're going to be answering the questions ourselves and then also reading some of your answers as well. So it's kind of like a mailbag episode, but from don't get discouraged if you're like, I wanted a Sweet Modern interview because there's a lot of really, really interesting stuff here that, uh, yeah, these are, all, these are all questions that like you, you might find yourself being like, oh, I wonder what I would say there. So, yeah. anyway. so on that note, if you, got, you have a good answer, please answer it on, on Twitter. And speaking of Twitter... We're on Twitter. It's called a segue. Nice. Yeah. It's good. Um, Yeah, we're on Twitter, at the MMCast. We're on Instagram, at the MMCast. We're on Facebook. We have a YouTube channel. It's slash top decking. You can find all of these episodes now with imagery. Uh, Our good buddy, Mike Clary, is now, he's producing, I guess, on some level, this show. He's producing the video, for sure. Yeah. Um, Video producer. We have a a team. We have an intern. It's pretty cool. Yeah. 
Um, and we're uh, growing, guys. We're growing, and so those are up on YouTube. Also, uh, uh, we're we have a sister podcast, The Command Zone, the Commander content. They're yeah. on RocketJump.com, just like we are. And last, of course, we're on Patreon. It allows us to make f- super sweet content uh, for you guys and, and and expand like we're doing. If you guys donate. Even a small amount. There's a that, bunch of- that producer guy who's doing videos on the YouTube. It's from the and Patreon. That intern. Yeah. That's less from the Patreon. Yeah. Well, and so anyway, you guys, like, there's different but levels. Still, yeah. You can submit deck text. We'll do them live on the show every few weeks. Um, there's, like, a swag box option where you guys get sent cool things. Yeah, last month, people are getting, it's like a, a magic origins, if you will, of, uh, of Ben Bateman. Bateman's uh, personal music album and my and Top Decking Season 1 DVD. And also a pack of Modern Masters. Yeah, Modern Masters too. It's it's a little interesting uh, box of cool stuff, and then yeah. there'll be another cool one coming. And then last, of course, uh, and we talked about this at the top of the cast, but we are working with some guys from DMTW, which is a lifestyle brand, a clothing brand. Don't make this weird. They're awesome. Um, we have a merch store launching very soon. We're like right on the cusp of this, and uh, check those guys out. They do they do great stuff, building communities and lifestyle stuff within their communities. So um, they're working with us. Let's let's get to the show and talk about these questions. All right, what's the best deck in modern? The best. I'm gonna start, I'm gonna start this. Where I started. This is the. Fr- I'm going to go in order of questions asked on the internet. So I think it's it, it, like. That's and, and a hard. You have to answer with what's the worst deck in modern as well. So it's a hard question because like you say that, but like you have to. The context of that question is really important. I feel like I feel like. The, if you say just what's answer the, first and then qualify. <laughs> well, no. What I mean is, if you want to say what's the best deck in modern, on a given week, that's an easier question. What would I play right now? Um, Obviously, at different times, the best deck in modern has been banned. But I think if you were going to say what's the best deck in modern, period, always legal and consistently legal, Affinity is the best deck in modern. And Affinity, I would still say, has a strong argument as the best deck in modern because it's the deck that you can show up to a tournament with and most likely win, have a real shot at winning the tournament with zero idea of what the metagame is. That would be my answer. Okay. Uh, I think it's Collected Company. It's the Abdan and Coco. Yeah. It's so resilient. Yeah. It just wins out of nowhere and it does everything else. It's as good as what, it's almost as good as what Birthing Quad used to be and in some ways better. Sure. Um, what's the worst deck in modern? Ugh. Uh, 60 Relentless Rats and no lands. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, okay, what's the worst deck that has done well in a tournament in modern? Because, uh, like, 40 giant growth effects and 10 forests or 50 giant and, like, no creatures is right. probably the worst. Like, or just uh, all lands. Just. Worst, Pure forest. The worst deck that's you go you answer first. Okay. I would say Soul Sisters. That deck's pretty good though. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that deck's pretty good. That's fine. Um, I would probably say God, that's if you're just like the best deck that's ever done. Like anything. which deck would you never take to a tournament? And worst so like that's something I want to say that's interesting. That's the way like a lot of these questions have different ways for these answers to be taken. Yeah. So a lot of people took this as what's the best deck for modern and what's deck the worst deck for modern. So I got a lot of lantern controls as an answer. Yeah. Uh, someone answered with Jund in the sense that it's the biggest barrier to entry because it's mm. like the most generically good deck while being one of the most expensive decks possible in the format. Um, so there's there's different ways to take this. I picked Soul Sisters because it loses the anger of the gods, which is really good right now. Mostly due to that first deck that I said was really good. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I'd probably have to say something something that's just easily hateable. Like, I mean, I would hate to say it, but like that that Grand Architect Peely Pollock Elected Company combo deck that like top aided oh, recently. You just killed your your darling. Well, I mean, like it's I don't want to say it's the worst deck. Killed but, like, the child. 
that the reason that deck the reason that deck is tough and like isn't particularly good is because it has two pieces of creature it has two pieces of a combo that are both creatures that die to lightning bolt and then you have to have a third thing on the board to win so like okay I mean, it recently did well. I guess I, I would have to like really look at the databases here to see like there's a top eight deck. I'm sure I could come up with a top eight deck that's like a total piece of garbage that I'm forgetting. But recently, that's a pretty okay. Pretty All good right, one. next one. What card doesn't see competitive play in modern that you wish did? You answer first. <laughs> uh, Life and Loam. Okay. I like I like the style of decks that that kind of pulls off and i mean i think part of this is if we had a cycle land in the format it would be a little bit yeah more likely to do well but currently we don't and competitive doesn't play, a lot of play competitive play like not like a consistent top eighter or like yeah like a, a piece decks. of the metagame versus like the thing you see randomly and you're like oh man i've never seen i haven't played against that card in like eight months yeah um i'm gonna say isochron scepter Okay. Um, I love Isochron Scepter. It's always, it's always silence. Like, just yeah. Well, it's always like Isochron so close. Silence. It's always so close. It's always like, oh yeah. There's like some, you know. Oh, if you put the, if you put this on a scepter on the play on turn two, you just win. And it's like never quite works like that. I think of the uh, some of the some better ones. Dave Aunt Carlo at D E Magnus A. Put Mir Superior. Yeah, I mean Mir Superior. Uh, actually. Surprisingly, the the card that got the most responses was Ashiok. I mean, Ashiok is sweet, and I was even building that, that in that, that deck I built the other day, that mono black one we talked about the other day on the preview card episode. Yeah, I totally almost like went into into blue just to be like, yeah, let's just like add Ashiok to the deck. Ashiok seems sweet. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I do think it's a three mana planeswalker. Yeah, like it's really good in fields with a lot of collected company, a lot of Jund. Yeah. Other than the fact that you're tapping out of three mana planeswalkers, but no, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk, yeah, it'll be a little, little <laughs> at the end. All right. If wizards came to you and said you have to ban a card that top aided the last modern GP, which card would you choose? Do we have the top eight of the, of the last modern GP in front of us? Because that no. would be very helpful. I, I gave you this this list of questions <laughs> yesterday. I can answer mine. Just just pick a card. It's just the point of that top eight qualifiers. You can't just be like, well, I don't want them to ban a card, so let's ban. Giant growth. I'm gonna keep going to giant growth, but like uh, some random card right, that doesn't sure, affect the format. Sure, sure, uh, sure, sure, sure. I would probably say the card that has that you would that you is seeing play that I would want to ban would be become immense then because it feels like okay. it's the it's the it's the card that makes that deck the most like it was already a good deck without it and now it's kind yeah of degenerate. that deck was already super competitive so sure. like become immense is the, the deck is in fact for people that are confused become immense is the card that you shrug your shoulders and you're just like really and all of the other like major delve spells yeah have been. Banned. I mean, the creatures seem to be okay because they all die to terminate. But yeah, I, yeah. I don't. I don't disagree with become you. immense in the context of what it represents in a normal game of Magic is one green for plus twelve, plus twelve. That's sure. not fair. <laughs> Can you guess what my answer is? No. It rhymes with mud. Dude. Oh yeah. Sure. <laughs> actually, there's only one in the top eight. Really? Oh, actually, that's not this. I I got through five decks and I found it and I stopped looking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Blood Moon would be my answer. Uh, Collected Company actually was a card that a lot of people answered with. Huh, that doesn't seem. Um, like, I think that card's pretty fair. I mean, it does it does good stuff, but it's still super super. Variant. I think I think from their perspective, it's a little homogenizing. Like every creature deck has to play Collected Company, but yeah. on my kind of perspective, it's making a lot of creature decks playable. So I don't know why we. I, I don't think you want to get rid of it. Yeah. Um, all right. Next question. It would be great if you were reading these in the order you sent me the list. That would be... <laughs> I'm reading them in the order that they were tweeted so I can see people's uh, answers. answers. Okay. Uh, which card would you pick if that card had to be a four of in every modern deck you've played for the rest of your life? Mm, which card would I pick if it had to be a four of? 
I feel like this is similar to the what card do you always want to have in your hand question. They're, they're, they're similar. They're, this is different, though, because this is, for now on, your decks have to be this. Have to always have four of this? Yeah, like like the, the one in your opening hand, like theoretically, you yeah. don't have to play. That. You just get to have that in your opening hand if you want it. It's slightly different. Yeah, I mean, I think... It, <laughs> If, it's, if we're going cards that are still legal and modern, I just go Serum Visions. Just like yeah, that's I, I have Serum Visions as as my pick. Um, I think there's a few good choices. Bolt, Bolt is a decent one. Uh, any of the fetch lands, but like I kind of thought that was like cheating. It's just a cheap answer. Uh, yeah. A lot of people pick Snapcaster Mage, but that's the, um, that's my answer to the other question. Okay, uh, and so, yeah. and then um, yeah, I, I think I think Bolt and Serum Visions are probably and Thoughtseize, Thoughtseize, but I think Thoughtseize is a better answer to the other one. All right, so. Let's go to the other one then. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna see what people said. Uh, any of the good ones? <laughs> a lot of people. Uh, Gitaxian probe was an interesting one. Yeah, I mean, I love probe. Probe like probe is such a free roll because it's a free roll. Yeah, it can actually it's the least limiting on what deck you're playing because worst case scenario you just have a card that's okay in a deck that you're gonna lose some life with it. Right. Um, the weirdest one was someone said ensnaring bridge, Cal Sinan at Zor six six six, and I was like, well, that's. That'll make your deck very specific forever. <laughs> I wish somebody said something like a really, really weird, like Calciderm or something like that. Uh, I got nothing. All right. Uh, you get to choose the next card Wizards unbans. And if it fails to top eight the next modern GP, you get a million dollars. Which do you choose? Yeah, this is a hard one. Um, I, I, I saw, I saw I, this is one of the ones that I was reading when I was looking at the interaction. Somebody said... Somebody said Summer Bloom, and I thought that was really interesting because it was Austin Bach, I think, said Summer oh, Bloom. Oh, did he? Was yeah. it Austin? I thought that was a really interesting answer because, like, yeah, chances are if you unban Summer Bloom, like, maybe, but like, it was legal for so long and it had so so few. Wait, actual but that had to do with eights. people not realizing the deck. Yeah, but even as even at the end when people did realize, like, there was like, once that it put two in a top eight, but it's it was never like five. It was never like nine out of sixteen. Like it was like. Of approach, sure, but it was always it had a pretty consistent placement in the top eight. I think, I mean, every, if, if every the world GP. wasn't aware of the million dollar challenge and like what didn't wasn't incentivized to play the deck for that reason, yeah, if there's a lot just, of people that be like, oh man, I get to play my deck again. Like all those people that played it would play it again. A lot of pros also were like, it, it's wrong not to play this deck. Yeah, I still think that's probably my answer. Summer okay. Bloom. I, it seems because it seems like a reasonable bet. The, the other ones, the information, like you're dealing with. I think there's some 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 cards that are. I have. I think I have the correct answer, and I think my other answer actually would be, would be Dread Return, and it would be because it's another example of this is just it's just a card that's in the graveyard that can be removed by graveyard. Right. Hate. Well, and that's that's one I think also gets hit by more than even Summer Bloom because I think Summer Bloom is harder to hate out. That's a card that I think gets hated by uh, immediately after an unbanning PT ban syndrome, which is. You know, when Wanda was unbanned, everyone's like, well, I should be able to beat Zoo. Right. If I can't beat Zoo, then I'm not, that's a problem. So, like, it didn't do well. And Dread Return should be like, oh, I just need a decent amount of graveyard hate in my sideboard, yeah. no matter what this tournament. Um, my, mine is Tree of Tails. You just think you unban one artifact? The one green artifact land. That's such a cheap answer. It, it, it's the correct one. <laughs> I would guarantee get that million dollars. Uh, if I, like, I wanted to risk it a little bit, I think either Second Sunrise or um, uh, the Storm Seething Song yeah. both kind of have a chance to like... I don't know how good Storm is right now in the format. Maybe Seething Song puts it over the top. Second Sunrise, I definitely think. I think Eggs is like a weird deck that 
I think doesn't you, necessarily. I think if you unban Second Sunrise, like I think Eggs very very likely top eights because that that deck is incredibly hard. It's like Summer Bloom, except it's like Summer Bloom, except it doesn't require you to have like those pieces I think in your opening hand is as much. Easier to hate out than because you like Eggs, you can have Graveyard Hate, you can have any type of uh, Rule of Law effect. Yeah, maybe. I don't um, disagree with you. I, I I mean, Tree of Tales is the answer if I want to win that million dollars. For the record, guys, this isn't should, what I want to unban. It should be plainly obvious that one of us wrote all of these questions <laughs> and had a weekend to think about the answers, and the other one got the got the questions late at night last night. I mean, you could have also looked at the Twitter that we both have access to. Uh, I did. I looked at it, but I'm saying you clearly wrote and interacted on all these questions. Hey, I I should be being. Applauded, celebrating for writing for all of these out and then sending them to you I as a good th- producer for this podcast. I think they're great. Uh, do, 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 do. Oh, sorry, um, you are given the choice to unban Jace, but if you do, you are banned from ever playing it yourself in a game of modern. Do you? No. Why on earth would anyone answer yes to that question? Well, you're talking about. Probably- I mean, the question is interesting because. It kind of makes it forces the hypocrisy of people wanting to unban Jace into the open. That's what I kind of wrote it as, <laughs> in the sense that the only people pe- reason people want to unban Jace is so they get to play with it, because Jace is fun to play with. But when you really think about it, is Jace good for the modern format? Then you then it uh, no, it's not, and so you shouldn't unban it. I just think that that's an absurd question because why would you you could, I would answer no on any question, any card. Any single, any single card, if the, even if I wanted the card healthily so in the I, format. So if I said, I said, this card would make the format the best. This will be good for the format. You would say, and but you can't play it. You would still not let it be unbanned? I mean, okay. So if if, the, if you're saying like for the greater good, like, yeah. but then but then they're essentially saying, so you're willing to quit playing modern then? Because like, I don't want to play in a format no, where but, I don't have but, access to every card. That but if, if Jace is... First off, that's kind of the point, is if Jace is unbanned, it's going to be expensive enough where there's a significant amount of people that won't be able to play him. True. So it can't see enough play where it becomes that ubiquitous. So the point is, is Jace healthy enough to unban? The answer is no. No. Um, because and, you, would need to have, you, need, you would need to be able to play with it. So, okay. I, I understand that now the nature of the question a bit better. Uh, within this particular case of Jace... He's not. He is not a healthy unban. No, sure. no question. Is there any any other uh, other than the ones we just mentioned of the cool cards on the ban list? Bloodbraid Elf, Deathrite Shaman, Stoneforge Mystic. Any of those that you think would be healthy for the format, but you'd be fine not playing them ever again? Um, I mean, I think. Or do you think it would be okay if people weren't be able to like because the, a lot of these cards will be expensive? Yeah, I mean, like, okay, like it would be hard for me to say this yes to Stoneforge Mystic, even though I think it'd be okay in the format. Yeah, um, I probably could say yes to Bloodbraid Elf. I think Bloodbraid could come back. We've talked about that before, and Bloodbraid wouldn't be too expensive. Uh, I actually think that your point you make is is really interesting about one artifact land. It would seem to be a weird choice for them to unban one artifact sure. land. But like, I don't know if it would be. I mean, I guess it just makes Affinity better. Uh, I think. So it depends. So Affinity becomes a little bit more glass canny because they have an extra artifact that can destroy and wreck them. Um, that's why I said the green one because really the best thing green gets Affinity gets out of the green one is Tarmogoyf. Yeah. Um, Tesserator decks get a better access to um, Splashing Green, which is good because yeah. Abrupt Decay is really good for them because they need to get rid of Stony Silence. Yeah. Um, they also just get, yeah, they just also get another artifact land to be able to hit with like Tezzeret. Tezzeret, yeah. Um, but then it's another colorless land, so that is an issue. Um, so th- there's there's arguments for it. I think it does something interesting. I think the blue one by itself would be really cool. 
Yeah. I think it might be a little too strong, but I think it does a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. There's, like, well, there's, there's, there's more versatility with it. Or the red, like one, the blue or the red one, I think, offer like, we it does cool awesome. things with yeah. other cards. Yeah, that's um, a good point. How many of the cards left on the, on the ban list at this point are like, absolutely no question should never be legal in modern. Like, there's a few of them. There's like Skull Clamp. There's um, like... The, 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 the Mox... Yeah, Chrome Mox. Um, I was actually looking at Hypergenesis, and I decided I don't know how bad Hypergenesis would be in the format. Yeah, I mean, there's a f- there's only a few Cascade and the Emrakul, but they'd have to have Emrakul on their hand. That's a turn G- three play. Somebody said somebody suggested that you could unbend GTA. I don't think you can unbend GTA. That card's absurd. I think the card's busted. Yeah, it the, with Splinter Twin gone, GTA seems too good. GTA. The problem with GTA that a lot of people don't realize is that it just it triggers off of dealing damage, dealing combat damage. Well, I, think, I think the person realizes it. I, I'm I, sure, I'm sure yeah. that person is. I think a lot of people don't realize it because they haven't played with GTA because it's never legal in modern. But what they don't understand is that it, the creature goes into combat, even trades with another creature, and now the GTA has two counters on it. Well, that's that's I think the more broken thing. That the counters go on GTA. On GTA, exactly. And then you can remove them even if the creature's dead. Yeah. So it's just like this really... I mean, also, like for the record, I feel that playing against GTA is the most unfair thing in the world because I play one kind of deck in every format, and all Loses of the decks the are, like, are like a bunch of decks with like two and three one flyers, so like they I all mean, get here's, wrecked. Here's the deal. I've played a, a bit of Legacy, and in Mono Black Pox, a deck that shouldn't have a problem with GTA, GTA was one of the scariest cards I could see across the table for me. Yeah. In... Any of the creature decks I've played, GTA is one of the scariest cards I can see across for me. In Miracles, GTA is one of the scarier cards you can see across for me. Just because there's so many things that card does. Miracles is probably the least scary, because you have infinite termini, but it's still a problem. Did you just say infinite termini? Isn't this the plural of terminus? I don't know if there's a plural of terminus. Well, I made it up. It's termini. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's a plural. Let's move on. All right. Uh, you're guaranteed to win the next modern GP regardless of deck choice. Which deck do you play? Uh, do you have to answer this with like a real deck? No. It's, you have, you, I mean, like, actually, no. You can Any deck you want to say. Super- you automatically will win it no matter what. Superior Burning Cocoa. Sure. Hands down. Yeah. The Hands point down. of this is... There's a lot of tools. First off, you're going to win a GP. So, A, what deck would you be willing to spend 15 turn, you know, rounds going, knowing that you're going to win? Like, you, you get to be the most relaxed you want to be for that tournament. You're going to have the most yeah. fun. Two, you know, what deck would you want to build a name for? By winning a GP with a deck, you automatically make it a piece of this format, even if maybe it doesn't deserve it. For at least a couple months, people are going to think it's a good deck. Um, so there's definitely a lot of different reasons to kind of want to do this. Uh, I picked Dredge for similar reasons to supporting Coco, which in the sense that I would just have the most fun all weekend yeah. dredging, like playing Dredgevine, because the way that that deck plays is very fun for me. Yeah. A lot of dirtling, and then I win. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, 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 that's that was my answer. Yeah, Coco for me, just because it's it'd be so it'd be so shenanigans to like to like see people like oh like everybody sporting like a play set of spell skates and a play set of mere superiors like all weekend. You know, by the way, uh, well, I think Burn is technically the correct answer. If you want to be technical on correctness for this question of if you want to win a GP, just because you get the most breaks in between rounds, so you get to kind of just hang out all day. Well, I don't know if there's a correct answer for this, <laughs> um, but uh, just quickly for those of you Minotaur that have, Tribal was my favorite answer. <laughs> for those of you that have followed the uh, the whole entire saga of the, the Superior Burning Coco, and you know how obsessed I am with trying to figure out other ways to cast Mere Superior in modern, um, I forgot about Magus of the Vineyard. Do you remember this card? It, it's it. So at the beginning of, oh, 
So your opponent gets the two green first if you play it on turn one. Okay. They have to have some so you way can to violate use it. it. Uh, you can violate it in, yep. But uh, but then you get double green out of Magus the Vineyard, and you can cast your you can cast your thing off it. It also means that if you play it on turn one, and they don't they don't are not able to kill it, you can just cast Collected Company on turn two. <laughs> sure. It's actually, like I mean, it, it seems stupid because you're giving but, your opponent mana but, before but you ever get it. They also might be able to class, cast Collected Company on turn two. Uh, th- if they're on the play, or on the yeah on the play. Well, you wouldn't have it in play yet. They yeah. cast it turn one. You they play turn one. Yeah. You cast it turn one. Yeah. They, they go get. on their turn two. Oh yeah. Cast so collected yeah. company. True. Yeah. I think I think it's not as good in modern because green is a tier one color. Yeah. Versus something like legacy where green is less good, so it's really just they get colorless mana. Yeah. And you're. And playing birthing pot or something, I don't know. I mean, it seems bad, but it also seems interesting and like totally like never discussed. It's a it's a pretty big bonus. Sure. All right. Do you high roll or do you even odd? Uh, do I high roll most often? Uh, or do you decide who goes first in a different way? I high roll for who goes first. Okay. Yeah. I, I even odd. Okay. So the reason I even nod, I would say, and this is a quick question, but. Uh, twenty sided die yeah. are not evenly dist- or randomly distributed. Okay, and a lot of time that's the dice people have, and so I like even odding. Got it. Yeah, uh, people it, try to roll spin yeah. down. It also is a lot quicker because you just roll it and then you're done and then you move on. I always roll two sixers. That's my. But then two people have yeah, and then you have to count. Yours is yours is the longest one. <laughs> you have to do math with yours. <laughs> um, oh no, I start retweeting people. Uh, what's the most expensive card you own? At this point, yeah. I've sold everything I own several times now. Um, I think probably the most expensive card I own can't be much more than like a hundred bucks. Like, prob- I mean, maybe I don't even know if Rin's Prodigy or something like that. Maybe. Okay. I, I think do I have a Mind Sculptor? I might. I might have a Mind Sculptor now that I think about it. Okay. Can't really remember. What about you? Uh, it's a a Comic Con exclusive. Uh, Jace Rin's oh, Prodigy. Jace Rin's Prodigy. I looked it up. I I have like a foil. Scalding Tarn and Foil Snapcaster Mage, and both of those are kind of like in the 200 range. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's by far just like the next level up. Um, Before, I don't think I have an Abyss and, and I have another Void, but I think both of those are still in the 100, 200, like they're like 200 bucks. Yeah. Um, I think like just that Comic Con exclusive is just worth. Yeah, I think before I sold my collection when I had a Legacy deck, uh, I had like a I had like a revised Underground Sea. Okay. Um, and that was probably at the time my, my most expensive card. I what, think. What's the least expensive card you own that you love the most? Oh, that's a good question. I saw this one. I thought a lot about this one. Um, I mean, it's probably some stupid common. That's <laughs> probably some stupid common. It. I don't know. I, I would have said before. It doesn't have to be the least expensive. Like a card that's yeah, yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I would have said before is. Um, the full art game day superior promo, the the, uh, okay. the foil. Except that I think that that's gone up now because I think people have been trying to play that card. Uh, like I think there was I, I, like I think when we were talking about it a lot last summer, there there started to be more interest in general. Um, I think people were trying to have build. We with affected it. the market. Like I don't think by much, <laughs> but like I just think that it's been long enough since that card was printed, sure. and people are like, oh, this is kind of interesting with company, and it's a little interesting with vile. So right, I think it's like maybe a buck or two as opposed to being like a quarter. I think a buck or two is. I, I like I think when within, I. If you can pick, I'll, I'd allow that as a card you picked. Yeah, I think I think that still would probably okay. probably be my. I mean, I, the thing is, a lot of cards that I same thing with Architect it end up going up in price. Architect used to not be worth anything. Sure, um, Mana Tithe or not Mana Tithe? Sorry, wrong. Just Tithe, straight up Tithe. Is that not worth it? 
Uh, it's like worth like 10 cents. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Um, for those who don't know what Tithe is, because it's not a modern card, it's one white. Uh, yeah. if y- you can search your deck for a planes, but if your opponent has more lands than you, you get two planes. Sweet. Uh, I pretty exclusively play it in EDH. It's on the reserve list of yeah. all of all places to be. Um, I, I also, but it, uh, I have a really sweet full-arted one. Yeah. I also have a handful of... Um, another card. A lot of these cards I love have gotten in price. The same thing with... I had the, the FNM promo Tidal Hollow Scholar foil that I had bought at one okay. point for a dollar. It was so cool. And like now that's like... I feel like that foil's over $10. That now. was what's really hard about this question. Is like There's a lot of cards I love, but I'm like, oh, that's not cheap. Yeah. I guess I have like an original playset from Drafting Zendikar of Hedron Crabs yeah. that I definitely just like will have forever and love those four things and yeah. they're cool. Actually, he shows up later in this conversation. Yeah, I'll bet. Uh, the other the other answer I was going to give was uh, there for Highlander, you know, we, we because we try to foil out our decks, that's the point. Mm-hmm. Um, so you end up looking for what what's the coolest foil version of a card. Uh, as, and it's sometimes you'll look and you'll be like, oh, I would like to get this. And then you're like, wow, it's only like $1.50 and you expect it's like $12. Sure. So I have a couple that are like really, really odd and like never seen. There's a split card from um, I think Apocalypse called Life Death, a green black card that I have. Yeah, I, have I know, a, I know, I know Life Death. I have the FNM foil promo of that. Oh, cool. Um, that I bought, which is really sweet. That I think cost me like a buck. I got the 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 DCI uh, FNM foil of Grizzly Salvage, which I think was really cool. Um, I like okay. that one a lot. Uh, I thought that was. I guess cool. yeah, of of those kind of cards, random. Oh, there's one. Oh, uh, you know, uh, Sark on the Mad. I have like yeah. a Sark on the Mad from yeah that like, and I love Aldrazi. that. Place. That was the first the first deck I ever took to a PTQ was a black red Sark on the Mad deck. I it was opened, not good. I opened a Sark on in a draft once. I remember I lost the spreading seas all day. Sweet. Um. All right. All right moving on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, do, 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 do. Oh, oh, sorry. One more. One yep. more answer. One more answer. Um, because this is a really cool thing that some people might not know about. So when they printed 7th, 8th, and ninth editions, um, those were the first sets that had foils uh, that were white-bordered sets, though. And the foils in those sets had black borders. Sure. I have so, a foil counterspell from that set. Yeah. So, signed by Richard Garfield, I think, actually, which is sick. Yeah. And so 8th edition... Not too, too expensive for me to list here. 8th edition had uh, the new border, but 7th edition didn't. 7th yeah. edition had the old border. So seventh edition cards are old bordered uh, corset cards that you can get foils of, and the foils are black bordered. It's very weird, and they're very rare. They didn't make that many of right. them. Um, there's a foil counterspell you can get. So I think I have a foil. I just yeah, we just mentioned that. What? You weren't paying attention to me. Just right now? Yeah. You just said it. I said I have a foil counterspell from that set. Oh, it's you signed were... by Richard Garfield. Just right now. Yeah, like did I just have I had a stroke just right now. Didn't <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> that's amazing. All right, um, continue. And, I'm glad uh, you pay attention. <laughs> and uh, I have a foil opportunity that I bought. Oh, here. nice. Yeah, it's different art. Cool. That's the other thing. It's the only time they ever use this weird art. Uh, on like, I guess one of my favorite cards <laughs> I own. Period. That's <laughs> hilarious. I do have the foil time stop from tenth edition that has no reminder text. Yeah, there's a there's a foil time stop from tenth edition that has no reminder text. Um, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> God. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you could choose a card to never play against again in modern, what would it be? Oh, I mean, I think that has to just be Blood Moon. It's just, uh, it's got to oh, be. So I have an interesting answer to this. Uh, I, I choose Lightning Bolt. <laughs> oh, really? Well, so look at it this way. Blood Moon is a card that I would like emotionally to never, like, like yeah. the funness of it goes away. But Lightning Bolt lets me build my deck. Like, if I know this ahead of time, Lightning Bolt lets me build my deck. I get to play with so many cool cards yeah. that like, I can't play with currently. 
The other one. Plus, for, I never get to play against Burn. <laughs> the other one for me, actually, to be honest with you, is probably Path to Exile. And there's actually an argument. That was, I, had, I had that originally listed, and, and I, I moved to Lightning Bolt because Path doesn't really let me change what my deck does that much. Well, there's an argument to be made, actually, that Modern would be better without Path. Um, I don't know if that's. I don't know if that's true. I, I mean, I know it's you need cards that like, can get rid of Grizzlebrand, and I mean it's not the only. But I'm saying there there is an argument to be made just because it it's uh, it does it does get rid of some of the higher profile threats, but it also limits a lot of the things you can do. Like it's it's lame in in a lot of ways when you do find a way to get like a. Well, anyway, I'm just gonna ramble on this, but I, I think there, I think in the same way you could make the argument that would Bonner be better without Lightning Bolt, you could make that same argument for Path. Okay. This is one of my favorite questions. If you could give any land a basic land type, mountain, forest, swamp, island, plains, which land would you give it to on which type? Okay, so this is what I was So an example would on. be Urborg gets type swamp, yeah. so you can fetch for so it. You can or fetch Valakut it. gets That's type mountain, so you could fetch for it. Okay, so what's your answer? Uh, mine's the blue-green uh, bounce land. Simic growth chamber. You want it to be a forest? Or an island. I think island is better for me in life. Uh, mm. I think it's cool for a bounce land. To have fetched because you can use it in response to removal to a land. It like the utility on it is way higher than I even like. I was looking at different cards. Yeah, my original thought was uh, Teleria Academy or Academy Ruins. Academy Ruins, where yeah. it's you know you get to. But then I was like, eh, I can do something. I, I think the Bounce Land, a Bounce Land, Blue Green being the one I picked because I think it goes in the most variety of decks. Uh, two answers. Answer one is. Answer one is is probably like a, a man land, so either like Creeping Tar Pit or Treetop Village. Um, Treetop Village? Oh, oh okay. Yeah. So Treetop Village either being a forest or, or Creeping Tar Pit being like an island. But I think my actual answer is that I, I think I just want Horizon Canopy to be a forest. Because I think I just want to be able to have two of those. Fetch, draw a card? Yeah. I think I just want to be able to have two Horizon Canopies in That's every sick. single mana base ever. And then like when you draw that fetch mid-game, you're just like, this just represents me being able to pay one life... And then I get this thing. I just draw a card. Sure. Yeah. That seems sweet. Um, if you could guarantee... Uh, let's see if there's any... No, okay. We're moving on. I didn't look. If you can guarantee having one card in your hand, every opening hand, which card would you pick? Snapcaster Mage. Thoughtseize. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Thoughtseize is the better, like, turn one play. But it's I just... just it, it's the one that I will always be able to do something... Yeah. To my... Prevent my opponent from killing me a little bit. Yeah. No matter what they have. I just remember, like, when... Splinter Twin is a thing, and we would ask. I think I asked that question to Eugene. Uh, okay. When he was playing a lot of Splinter sure. Twin, and I think I said, "What's like? What do you want to see in your opening hand? What's the card?" And he was like, "He was like Snapcaster Mage." I yeah. was like, "Yeah." Uh, Leyland of Sanctity was one of the better answers. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Eldrazi Temple. Yep. Uh, I think the actual correct answer, once again, Gemstone Cavern. Yeah. <laughs> correct answer. <laughs> uh. All right. If you could have, and I think actually Wedge from the Mana Source, yeah. Gemstone, yeah. Uh, if you could have any one dragon be a tier one playable card, which would it be? Same question for all the other iconics of Hydra, Sphinx, Angel, and Demon. Oh, I totally misunderstood this question. Sorry, sorry. So you're saying if any it, dragon, any dragon be a tier one playable card? Is, a pl- is like the funness of that card is now a play a tier one playable card. In I thought format. you were asking which tribe of which uh, of the like which of the iconic tier one tribes would you want to be a tier one tribe? No, that's but that's okay. I can I can I can at least. Do you uh, want me to go through mine while you because I have my list? Yeah, go through All your right. list and I'll see if I can I can uh, quickly match you because I think I probably and I tried know. staying away from. Uh, alternate color versions like i don't have like originally i had skitherex as my dragon but i was like yeah it's kind of not 
working with than black gets too. But uh, Malfagor, which is the closest to not following this rule. Um, so he's a demon? Well, he's a dragon demon, I guess. So you're guess saying that for half demon, demon or are you saying no, that for dragon? Dragon. All right, let's get back to dragon. Uh, Bizzle Persecutor for demon. Okay. 6-6 six, six, four, four, you can't win the game. I think it's a sweet card. I think yep. it's close too. Uh, Consecrated Sphinx for blue, for Sphinx. Yep. Why not? Hooded Hydra for Hydras. Hooded Hydra. Yeah, it's the one that like makes a bunch of snake tokens when he dies. Yeah. And you can manifest him and it's sweet. All right. <laughs> uh Admonition Angel. It's probably the, the the most oddball. And that's the one that has landfall path to exile or exiles of things. She's in some weird answers here, I but know. I, oh I guess yeah, okay, okay. Um and then Avarice Dragon, if I had to not choose Malfagor, because Malfagor is sweet, but Avarice Dragon. Yeah. Which is the four drop red one that you discard your hand, but then you draw two cards at the beginning of your turn. Sure, sure, sure. It's a four, 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 four. Which, like, I would say of those, that and Abyssal Persecutor are probably the closest to being playable. Yeah, Abyssal Persecutor is pretty close. I mean, Abyssal Persecutor, it, it was never uh, legit in modern, but it's been sure. And and, and, and part of this part time. of this question is the effect and the card is cool because like, who cares? It's playable. You're not saying what do you think is maybe playable. You're saying this card is playable. So the, you don't have to be as, as beholden to actual power level. Right. So what we're going to do for this, for my answer on this one, because I'm being put on the spot here, is I will answer this at the end. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sort of uh, peruse here while we're talking and make right. sure I can see if I can get five that are I'm happy with. Oh, sweet. I like that card. All right. That's um, some some other answers. Dragonlord Ojatai. The card's really sweet. All a shit. All a shat. I can't say this. U-L-A-S-H-I-T. All a shit. Oh, it's, sure. there's no I. Okay. The Hate Seed. Oh yeah, Ulash to the hate seed. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh so it's it's Sphinx, Demon, Dragon, Hydra, Hydra, Angel. Angel. Okay. Um Kalini Hydra, which is the like Yeah, that card's really like all of the devotion. <laughs> yeah, that card's good. Uh all right, moving on. Oh, oh, actually the best answer, and this is from Jonathan Wilson, is Chameleon Colossus, Chameleon Colossus, Chameleon Colossus, Chameleon Colossus, Mold's Demon. I like Chameleon Colossus. I just tried fitting a Chameleon Colossus, a one of Chameleon Colossus, into my Zombies deck with uh, with the, uh, the Black Black uh, Relentless Dead. Oh, okay. Because like, I figured like it's if you can you like discard it to your to your uh, little troll or to your Fauna Shaman at some point, and then like mid-game when your Relentless Dead dies, you're just like, I have mana. Sure, I'll pay four, and I get back. Oh, cool. Like, okay. Yeah, I don't hate that. No, da, 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 da. Next question: If you could eat an animal depicted on a magic card, which card would you pick? <laughs> if I can eat an animal depicted, yeah. um, what's the new donate that has cats on it? What is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Wow, it's messed uh, up. No. Everyone Ben likes eating cats. I'm actually uh, allergic to cats. So I couldn't do that even uh, if I wanted to. Maybe like maybe like brindle boar or something. Okay, I was thinking some boars. Uh, I went with um, uh, hedge and crab. <laughs> You just want to eat the crab? Yeah. I love crab. <laughs> giant. Is there like a giant crab card? Yeah. There is, right? Oh, giant crab. Yeah. That's just a card. <laughs> giant lobster or something. Yeah, that's also a card. That's the best. <laughs> All the seafood. It's like a definitely a, an easier to get to seafood kind of deal. Um, any other good interestings on this? Uh, someone ra- free range chicken. Oh, that's good. Giant tortoise. Oh, yeah. I actually got a lot of blessed <laughs> unicorn. <laughs> Let's people want to eat the unicorn. And I was like, well, because you know, in Harry Potter, I don't know if I don't know how much you Harry Potter. I guess I don't. I, mean, I like Harry Potter, but... right? But like the first one is all about like Voldemort's eating unicorn. It's like turning him into, yeah, like a monster. Okay, so no one reads the warnings. All right, uh, and someone actually did say Brindlebore. Sweet. So there you go. It gives me life and meat. Yeah, 
<laughs> you have to get you have to get dinner with you have you get to have dinner with a planeswalker. Which one do you get dinner with? It's a tough one. It's a real hard question to answer. Yeah. Uh, what's your What's your answer? I picked Karn. Yeah. I think he'd be a nice guy. I think uh, he'd have a lot of interesting stories to he'd tell. He'd be very wise. Yeah. He He'd be a cheap date because he doesn't. I don't think he eats. He's a robot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so so I like I like that as an answer. I, my thought on this one was I had a couple right. So I'd like to think that Tezzeret would be a rad dude. I just, okay. I'd like to think he's that. He's got dreadlocks, likes to hang out. Yeah, but I really don't know. And like he's a little un, he's like a little bit unpredictable. <laughs> At the same time, I'd like to think that Jace would be a cool dude, but he might just be super emo and just sit there and like not talk very much. Also it'd be really awkward because you'd be like, oh, this this like like you'd like think of like things that you wouldn't tell a person and they'd be like, Oh, what did you say about me? <laughs> yeah. So I was so both of those I'm just sort of like, I'm not really exactly sure. Chandra'd um, be fun. Chandra's on my list because Food would always be warm. My final thought was it's just got to be a Johnny. It has to be. Oh, John be sick. Because Johnny is basically getting to have right. dinner he, with he also, Obi-Wan he Kenobi. He like definitely has Jorah the Andal's voice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? So I think a Johnny Vengeance is the one that I'd want to have dinner with. Okay. Because at that point, he's got one eye. Or he's always had one eye. I guess. Yeah, yeah. But at that point, he's like he's like pretty like... You want to want Mentor of Heroes where he'd start teaching you stuff? Yeah. I mean, I did give think you, about he'd the... he give you a lightsaber. The Stay. older one who like seems like he has a cane kind of almost. Yeah. You get, um, a, magic, you get a magic sword out of every meal. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think a Johnny's. I like a Johnny. Johnny's. I think it's the correct answer. Okay. I think it's the correct answer, Khaleesi. You could do better. I've heard you do better. Yeah. Okay. You need to be more gravitas. Yeah. Like like down down in the throat. (laughs) All right. Save it for later. I'm Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. In the world, how many of our listeners have we lost in this episode by now? (laughs) Just like, what do you? In the real world, you gain the ability to. Of a single magic card, like like you actually gain the power as a magic, pa- like a superpower. Which card would you choose? Like a keyword or what? No, you like th- you get to do the magic card. Like I can, like I have a lightning bolt, or yeah, you get to shoot lightning bolts if you choose lightning bolt. Oh, man, I mean, like so, like part of me just wants to be like, all right, levitation. I just want to be able to fly. Like sure. I mean, I, that's that's a val- <laughs> the card doesn't have to be good for you to pick it. Yeah, I mean, I. Yeah, that's probably my initial. I'll see if I can think of a bit. It's a like teleport. One. It's the one a lot of people said. Yeah, uh, I picked fire ice because you both. You're well, such a cheater. I really want ice, <laughs> and I didn't know what else to choose. And I was like, "Well, I'll take fire." Also, fire ice. Yeah. If I were to like create a superhero in a comic book, though, that would actually probably be the power I would start with. I like the dichotomy of temperature and cold, and heat, right. hot versus cold. And here's the question, though. So, like, theoretically, I'd also let you t- pick an equipment to just have. <laughs> yeah, but like, here's the question. So, like, all right, uh, let's take things. Okay, if I if I choose that electrolyze is my power, so I can like split some sort of like lightning. What does draw a card in real life represent? You you get smarter. So I like get to zap people and get smarter every time yeah. I use my power. You like suck brain power when you zap them. I might just I might just like have cryptic command somehow. If we could somehow find a way for cryptic command to just like be a thing. <laughs> you get to do everything. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I think probably just I, I go with my initial answer, which is just levitation. Okay. Omniscience was a good one, someone said. Oh yeah, omniscience <laughs> is totally unfair. <laughs> uh, uh, if you could ask Mario, Mark Rosewater, the yeah. designer of Magic the Gathering. Any one question, and he had to answer it honestly, no matter what, what question do you ask him? Um, how much money would we have to raise in a GoFundMe or Kickstarter to get you to just go back to Time Spiral as a normal standard playable set? Like, oh. just Time Spiral 2. What, does that ha- what do we have to do to make that happen? Because okay. 
as much as I think Modern Masters, Eternal Masters, Modern Masters 2, those expansions are fun, and they are. They're super sweet. I want Standard to be like running amok with... I, w- I just want to go back. I just want new versions of all those those legendary... I want Ith High Arcanist and Joyra and all those characters coming back. Um, and I want new versions that are Standard playable. I think Tefiri and Jorah could come. I think they're both still alive. Yeah. I might be wrong. Uh, mine was... I, what are the themes of the seven the sets of in your seven year plan? Because he has set he has seven so, years. So so Wizards have the next seven years planned out. What are the themes of each set in those seven years? Just because you just can't wait. I want to know. Yeah. Especially if I only know, then I can like do more predicting the future because I know the future. <laughs> you really believe that you are like you're the called shot guy? No, I mean I I messed up on Liliana's oath. <laughs> Pretty hard. Actually, but that oath call was actually kind of close. One of the abilities is basically what her second ability is. It's a pretty good oath. I like the oath a lot. I, yeah. The Liliana card, I'm, I'm less enthused yeah. by. Uh, if you get to create a six color of magic, where would it be located? Uh, I like this question. This is cool. I like it sort of. It, it's sort of like um, I, I would like there to be some sort of urban cityscape sort of so a thing. So cities? Okay. Yeah, something like that. I don't, I don't know what the color really is. Purple. Yeah, I mean, that's what they've said or before. Orange. Orange. Those are like the two options, really. Yeah, I guess. I guess purple. If you're gonna go city, makes kind of makes sense. Yeah. But I'd go with purple. Uh, but I'd say glaciers. Glaciers. Yeah, I think ice magic could be taken out of red and blue and put into its own kind mm. of thing and given a lot of cool. Blue touches on blue touches on ice a lot. Yeah, so I'm taking that from blue. I think blue has enough with water and sky that I think someone else could could mess with ice. And be- there's because there's there's red ish things to ice that they don't use as much. Like there's the right. cold blast or whatever from the set that I always forget. That's part of Ice Age block, but is in modern cold snap. Cold snap. Cold blast. I think so. I don't know. It's not called cold blast. It's called something else. But it's like an ice burn spell. Hmm. But then also like I think blinking can also be kind of ice themed and like. There's I, I mean, I guess there's color bleed. Things. I guess there is color bleed on every color. So like that is just something that. Yeah. Sure. But yeah, ice. I'm going to go with ice themed. Uh, if you could make a single silver bordered card legal and modern, which would you choose? Um, I don't dignify this question, so you can answer it. I right. dislike uh, these sets. <laughs> really? Nothing? Like you wouldn't want like... I, like I just like... Di- I, I like try my best. Like there was, a, there was a brief period at one point. Like, but there's like cool... Like uh, all of the packs come from turbo powered slug. The packs do? Yeah. Because Turbo, it came into play and then you paid for it the next turn. That was its like ability. It had super haste. Turbo powered slug. Rocket powered turbo slug. Yes. Four mana super haste. Super haste is the ability that the packs are based on. Before you play it. All right. Well, while you're reading, uh, I'm going to pick a booster tutor. I mean, obviously, it's ridiculous. I don't think this would be. This is like the card that always ends up in people's cubes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's maybe my favorite card they've ever played with in cube. Um, But basically. You just got to show to a tournament with like a, a suitcase filled with random packs from random sets and just like it's never gonna be too powerful because it's always like it's never gonna be powerful than a draft deck could optimally be. Right. So like it's always gonna be sweet. And you could even limit it to be modern legal, though I think you just take modern masters packs with you and that's what you open. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, mean, I guess it seems fun enough. Yeah. I'm picking I'm picking that one. It'd be sweet. All right. God, I'm finding all these sweet cards to answer that question. Oh, for right. silver boarded? No, no, oh, no, for the so I have a I have my demon, I have my dragon, I have my sphinx, so I need my angel and I need my what else? Demon, dragon, sphinx, angel, uh, hydra. Oh, I have my hydra. Great. So I just I just gotta find my angel. You have four. You need five. 
Yeah, I okay. guess. Uh, which previously minimally supported creature tribe would you want to be a draft archetype in the next block? Rogue. Okay. <laughs> uh, it was. I mean, it was only really supported in. It was only really supported in um, Morning Tide, like they they in in Lorwyn Morning Tide, but they've done they've made a bunch of sweet creatures that we know of that are rogues. Uh, I've talked about it on here before, but it's close. So if you gave us like some really sick rogue payoff, I think that that actually would be like a really 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 fun thing. Yeah, just gonna. No, yeah, yeah, I don't disagree with you. I had an answer for this, uh, but it's not there anymore. So, um, I'm going to go with cephalids. <laughs> cephalids? No, I don't know. I, I, I had something, and it, it didn't, I didn't write it down. Do you want to say Kithkin, maybe? No, I hate Kithkin. Yeah, I don't like Kithkin either. I like Core way more than Kithkin. Yeah, Core. Core's got... Part of this is, like, unsupported. So, like, Core's had a two sets where Core was a tribe yeah. that they, like, draft, and arguably maybe even three because there's the El- Ilkor or whatever. Yeah. Um, the, the other one here that I think you could make an argument for, and this is this is contrary. Oh, I remember what it is. Sorry, Pirates. Pirates? When did they when did they go for Pirates? Pirates have... Ex- they've never gone for it. I oh, want them to ever. go for it. They've never even oh, done First it. off, I want to go to Pirate-themed land. Oh, the other one was Dinosaurs. What do we have Dinosaurs? There's only one Dinosaur, and it's an unglued card. Al- oh. Old Fogey. Is Allosaurus right or not, dinos- not nope. a Dinosaur? He's a rider, so he's like an elf. Huh. But like like even like all the the raptor, there's lizard beasts. There's a lot of lizard beasts out there, and I just <laughs> want them to come out with dinosaur. Uh I think I think the other answer, and it's contrary to my normal attitude, is snakes. Okay. That's also been supported though. Only once. Ever. In sure. Kamigawa. It was that's- like that's previously been supported. Yeah, but like, I, you, if you brought it back, it could actually. Oh, okay. You're saying Which a draft. previously minimally supported creature type tribe would. Well, draft. In a draft, you're kind of guaranteed some cards that might push it towards playability. Right. Like, yeah, but uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Uh, if you could add any one non corset to modern, which would you add? Add any one non corset to modern, which would you add? And I would say, in the the heart of keeping this. Piece like in, in the in the heart of the question, also not modern, like not eternal masters, not yeah, conspiracy, yeah, 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 yeah. Like um, regular booster set. Well, here's the hard th- here's the hard uh, thing about that answer because basically, if you go for one of the really powerful sets that's not in it, you immediately have to ban cards because you can't add Saga without banning Talarian Academy and Gaius Cradle. Sure. Well, but part Yagmoth's of this part of this will and like part of this question isn't which powerful cards would you want in the set. It's which set do you think would be fine, but adds interesting things to the format that's sort of what i mean it's like so the uh, there's obvious answers like that's in in terms of just adding things that are not in modern that are just like oh it'd be so sweet saga is the answer but that would be horrible it would be it's so that's that wouldn't be sweet it would be horrible yeah super overpowered odyssey was my first inclination Mm. you like entomb seems really sweet to have in the format and maybe too good because entomb and the lingering souls seems like as just a base level pretty sweet in a bad way yeah, torment is an interesting one. Uh, what's what's the first? What's the one with the the morph creature on the front as the symbol? Legions. Yeah, not legions. That's the fourth third onslaught. Set. You're talking about onslaught. Onslaught. Because you get you get all the cycling. Yeah. All that cycle business, mm-hmm. and you get some cool tribal cards to kind of supplement some of the base tribes. Yeah, it, it is, it's actually interesting. A lot of like the single fun playable cards over the years that were that were. Uh, we always wanted it got reprinted they reprinted rancor so urza's legacy is less interesting they reprinted the fetches so onslaught is like but you, you get know. you get the cycle lands yeah you do get the cycle you lands. get cycle lands you get all the tribal lords you get yeah. like 
I mean, Goblin Piledriver was reprinted, but I think that's the least important of the kind of different cards because you get... Maybe you go... I mean, okay, so obviously this this is a little controversial, but maybe you just go Tempest because you get the old slivers. You get a bunch of the old slivers and you get Wasteland. And okay. Like, and it's possible that adding a bunch of slivers and Wasteland... I like I like Tempest. Tempest. Tempest was a lot of people's answers and there's definitely cool things in Tempest. Yeah. You get Cycle Lands, you get... I don't know. Those are inerses. It's hard to not want to add a whole block. That's the thing. If you add a block, it's a little easier. If you add a set, it's like you get some support from Tempest, but then the, the, the uh, stronghold. This Exodus was easier than I wouldn't have asked it. Yeah. <laughs> if you could, had to delete a color of magic and combine it with other colors, which color do you delete, and which colors do you combine it with? Um. Okay. So you delete red, uh, in my book, okay. and and then how do you? replace it like where do you put its power really you delete red well so so the question so just to make sure yeah. i completely understand it is you delete a color and then you're essentially shifting its abilities into another color yes to smooth it over um i think you delete red and i think you shift red into black um and i think it's because you can like like as far as like black goes like the if they had designed black the whole time to be kind because black already has the sort of aggressive suicide feel that red has in a lot of ways mm-hmm. there's like a lot of the similarities there and and usually like black doesn't have direct damage, but black red spells always feel like they're just like, well, like black doesn't, but it has like like what's the difference between lightning bolt and minus three minus three, or like 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 there's a lot of drain spells that are damaged, like do two damage to the target player and gain two life. Like, right. So I think that you could. I think that the I think that the direct damage effect could easily be shifted into black. That you the things you miss. Like again, black goblins. You could black goblins black could be has black. destruction. Yeah, that could all exist. What you miss, though, it's hard Blue to justify dragons. It's hard to be. It's hard to justify dragons being black. I don't know if I agree with that actually. Really? So if you look at like Tolkien dragons, yeah, they're very selfish, hoarding, yeah, like non-emotion driven, very plotting and maniacal creatures. Yeah. So I definitely can see a black black dragons to me make. Maybe the most sense after, but fire you lose you lose that. Oh, no, I think black gains all the fire. I think fire goes into black. So and okay. I think I think actually fire gets split a little bit into green. In in yours, I have a different color that I'd get rid of. Yeah. But in yours, green gets a little bit of fire because of like the shamanistic shamanistic fire stuff. Yeah. And then black gets most of the fire. Yeah. All right. So that's my answer. All right. So I get rid of white. Hmm. Um, I think white very easily a lot of its stuff like a lot of its like people like cities and, and people go into blue mm-hmm. a lot of its um, token like a lot of its mechanics can go into green right like, and then all of its removal and destruction stuff uh, of creatures should be blacks like black is supposed to be the best creature kill and black and green both get reanimator effects so you kind of put all that stuff like all of it kind of can smush into different things right it's like the least. All of its abilities kind of belong to other people, but they come with a cost. So I would move them into other pieces. That's Discard fair. could be a blue thing pretty <laughs> easily. It'd be terrifying. If blue had if if you mono blue decks could play discard and counter spells, oof. That'd be awful. Sure. You I mean never... it's it's not that much. Are you they're kidding? not that I mean you could discard play, is better. If but... you could play a mono blue deck that had like turn one thoughtsies and then turn two counter spell or mana leak in modern, like if you could actually just do that, that'd be so sure. Just awful. Sure. Like, yeah, okay. um, but yeah, I hear you. I mean, I think it's, I think it's a fine answer. I just for me, it, I, I look at it from like like the, the reason. I mean, like I that's look at available it. in modern right now is you can just play blue and black, and no one's yeah, like true. it's not good. True. <laughs> so um, uh, the re- I think the the reason I would reiterate my answer is just that if for for in my, for my money over the years, it usually just seems like the only thing red ever gets called upon competitively for is burn. 
Um, sometimes it's really aggressive decks, but the the most consistent thing is that decks will splash red for burn. And so it always feels that way to me. And and I don't feel like if it's if red's not adding that much, then why do you need it? Like you can, I feel like you could fold that in. But anyway, let's keep going. All right. Or sorry, I was talking about white, not black. Keep black, get rid of white. Right, right. That's I, what I said. I started arguing for black going away. Yeah, yeah. That's weird. We, <laughs> so yeah, black would still have discard. White would, like blue would get... Okay, we're moving on. Yes. <laughs> uh, if you could give any legendary creature a Planeswalker Spark, who would you give it to? It's a really hard question. I, th- I looked it through like the entire list of legendary creatures, and I think... I think I would go Joyra of the Geet too. And I think the reason I would do it, not from a flavor perspective, but from a card perspective, it's obviously I love Joyra. If you listen, you know that. But it's also uh, suspend as an ability is just a very cool ability. And that feels like something unique that a planeswalker would be able to do. Makes a lot more sense coming from a planeswalker. Mm-hmm. Um, from a design perspective, when a player opens a mythic rare and it's a planeswalker and it has this ability and it's described, that feels like the kind of thing that you could read from a planeswalker and you'd understand as opposed to a creature with an activated ability. Sure. Just harder to kind of wrap your head around. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you that as like a minus and then a plus is some. Okay. Uh, the I, plus, I... The, the plus is probably like something. The plus would be like. Maybe the plus because it's blue red. The sure. plus is like loot, remove a time counter. Yeah, if 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 suspend was like a heavily supported. Yeah. yeah. Um. So my first inclination was Geist. I didn't go with Geist because yeah. <laughs> Geist is really similar to Gideon. He's really similar to Elsbeth. He doesn't offer that much. Yeah. And like as a blue white planeswalker, I don't like. He's like very Gideon. Zergo. <laughs> Zergo. So I got to thinking. Back to the Future 2. <laughs> okay. So, in the original Cons Block storyline, Zergo is Biff. Okay. Sarkon is, is the Marty McFly character. He shows up. There's the bully. Kind of always kept him down. He changed the past. <laughs> and now the bully is like a lame guy whose like, job is cleaning his car. All right. So, imagine Zergo now figures out that there was a time thing, gains his Planeswalker spark, and starts hunting after Nahiri. And, and I would love to see that as a storyline. So your answer I want the biff of the <laughs> Planeswalker world. So your answer is almost entirely story driven. Oh yeah. Okay. That's kind of what plan I mean like as as an ability side like he has cool you know a, Bla- a Mardu Planeswalker sounds also pretty sweet. You're kind of little you're a little bit obsessed with making Mardu competitive. Like uh, I always, like Mardu. Mardu's a good color combination. Yeah. You're always having a little it's obsessed so with making close. Mardu competitive. Yeah. Why is green so good? Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're almost at the end, which is good because we're running out of time. I still have to answer my my five uh, creatures. My oh, 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 creatures I'll tell here. you. Uh, oh, actually, the Manasaurus is the one that picked Dinosaur. Sweet. As they're the tribe that is unsupported. And I responded, all I want is this. Oh, and, and at Marcel, MTG is uh, the one that picked Unicorns. Yeah. One of the ones. Um... Uh, what else you got? I'm going. I think we're I think we're close to what are your two favorite magic cards. Let's do those right now because we know the answers to that. Why keep looking? Yeah, yeah. That, that's the last one. Do we, do we need to answer this again? We've answered it so many yeah, mine's times. Mine's Geist and Vengevine. Go. Geist of St. Traft and Vengevine? Yeah, those are mine. And they haven't changed. Grand Architect and Spellsky. Like, Whoa, no way. I mean, we haven't I, talked about that before. I, I will say I will say Delver of Secrets has a really, really, really close place. Okay. It's so it's so close. So like, like we're going to thirds. Well, this podcast 
and doing this so many episodes of, on this stuff like has really made it clear how much I like Grand Architect and Spellskite. Sure. Spellskite especially. Architect I love, but Architect also like I have found that since since like making that initial deck on my very first episode on this with you, it's been hard for me to find ways to use that card that actually seem modern competitive and it's okay. I've, I feel like it's lost its luster for me a little bit. Um, okay. Whereas like in format after format, I just continue to love playing Delver. How about, how about this? Not today, yeah. but when we do our 100th episode, which is coming up because this is our 92nd. Yeah. Woo! This is 92? Yeah. Oh, my God. Our spoiler episode was 91. Wow. I was actually sad it wasn't 90. I almost like delayed the episode but didn't because I decided that that would be We're going to be 100 episodes soon. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Uh, on the 100th episode, I'm going to allow both of us one-time deal to change our two favorite cards. To change it? As our like... The things we say to, that are our favorite cards. I don't think I'm. I, I think one of them might get kicked off on my end. I think the, one of them will say. Vengevine might get kicked off. I'm not. I'm not. No I know. I know. All right. Well. So okay. That's fair. Okay. Um. But but in this yeah okay so uh, what's your dragon and demon demon Hydra thing? Okay. Okay. I'm basically just deciding on the on my angel as we speak. So do your sign off. Do your goodbyes. Uh, is this okay, a- so so before Ben, we'll, we'll, I also have a, a small non-magic subject to talk about a little bit at the end of this. So okay, before, well, if you want to do off. your non-magic, no, subject. no, no, we're gonna sign off first. All right, do you want me to? I have it. I can. Okay, do this. go go for it. Okay. Um, so <laughs> it's been a weird episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah Happy Fourth of July. By the way, it's it's actually Fourth of July while we're recording this. Yeah, this is a good one. This is yeah. fun. I mean, if you guys, the the real point of this is we're sharing our answers, but if you guys have your own answers, you should tweet them in. Because, yeah, there was a bunch of really good ones. Yeah, it was really fun. All right, so for Dragon. Kargan Dragonlord. Um, I, don't, I don't even. Oh, it's, it's the oh, it's the level up dragon. Oh, that guy's yeah, sweet. It's I'll the level up dragon. It's it's red red. Uh, he, he's a human warrior though, so he's not officially a dragon. So it's oh, it's right on the edge. Edge. I think um, Malfagor. He gets he gets leveled <laughs> up by one red though, and and once he gets to, uh, well, he never becomes a dragon actually. Well, he kind of like thematically, he's supposed to become yeah, a dragon. But so I think it's a fair answer. Okay. Um, Kargan Dragonlord. He's kind of like the Khaleesi of. Yeah, he like he like levels up when, at level eight. He's an eight eight flying travel dragon with fire breathing. Um, so the level up cards just always fell short though. Um, my angel, I picked Sarah Avenger. Okay. okay. Um, it's it's from Time Spiral. It's white white for three three flying vigilance. You can't cast Sarah Avenger during your first, second, or third turns. Now, of the how game. much better would this be if it was a three four? This yeah, list, right? your list is so far reading. These would all be playable if lightning bolts in the format. Yeah. Well, you're, I just chose cards that are sweet, that yeah. I like. That I did, too. My cards all have... Admonition Angel is not a good card, no. but it's awesome. Uh, <laughs> this card is, is glorious. For Sphinx, I chose Vexing Sphinx. What is that? Yeah, exactly. Blue, blue, colorless, 4-4 four, four, flying. A cold snap card, isn't it? <laughs> Cumulative upkeep, discard a card. When Vexing Sphinx is put into a graveyard and play, draw a card for each age counter on it. So oh, actually, I kind of like this card. It's a sweet card. card. This card's always been fringe. Like you, how, ma- how much does it cost? It's a blue, blue, uh, blue, blue one for a four. Oh, four it's a three flying. drop. It's a three, three, four, 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 four flying. flying. I need to add this to a dredge wheel that I have. That yeah. card's sweet. Okay, I'll I mean the problem is it, the problem with this card is that um, if they bounce it after you've discarded all your cards, well, that's why I want to put it in a dredge deck. You get nothing because <laughs> I discard. Yeah. I want the discard was something that I wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's cumulative discard too. But I do think it's, it's a sweet a, card. It's a three mana four four. So I get yeah. a, a swing in for four dredge yep. avenge vine, cast another creature. I like yeah. it. Um, my black card, my demon, treacherous pit dweller. 
Black, black. <laughs> All for... your things are undercosted <laughs> with some problem <laughs> yeah. attached to them. Okay. Black, black for a 4-3 undying. When All these are really good with Aether Vial. Enters the battlefield from a graveyard target opponent gains control of it. Um, also, just the worst against Lightning Bolt. <laughs> Wait, is it a 4-3? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then my last one is Primordial Hydra. Um, which is uh, green, green X. This is the like pseudo green sun. Uh, or no, no, this Genesis is the du- wave. This is the double one. Uh, so uh, at the beginning of your upkeep, double the number of counters on it, and if it has it has uh, trample, it has ten or more. Okay. So if you like, if you like rampant growth effect or some sort of like two drop accelerant, then you play this on turn three. It comes down as just a two two, okay. but then doubles to a four four, doubles to an eight eight. Oh, that's Genesis. Okay, I it know gets, that card. This card can get out of hand very. Yeah, yeah. Very. I think. I think. Beyond Hooded Hydra, the second place, and I didn't pick it because I actually thought it may be too good for me to pick. Yeah, uh, was Genesis Hydra? It's too good for you. Well, because it, <laughs> it it comes in, it's kind of Bloodbraid Elves. Yeah, right. Because it, it it Genesis waves into one thing of the converted mana cost less than how much you cast it for. Right. Um. So I thought maybe it actually might be a little bit more playable than I thought. So I didn't want to pick it. Um. How long has this episode been? We're, we're at an hour. Wow. Yeah. Uh, this was supposed to be a forty-five minute episode, but well, it looks like we're just doing the one. Yeah. Uh. So. So sign off. I guess that's that. Yeah. What a weird episode. I know. Yeah. It was fun, though. I, tell uh, Guys, I, I hope you guys liked it. Go on Twitter. Uh, we're at the MMCast. You can kind of look for these questions. Uh, I feel like based on how much interaction, anytime I have a weird m- moment of thinking of a bunch of philosophical questions to ask everyone on Twitter, I'm just going to do it in these kind of big spurts once in a while. So it's like probably a good place to start following us among other places because we'll, we'll do cool interaction there. Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, occasionally... Uh, I, we, I'm at Cass Wiley on Twitter. I'm at Ben Bateman Media. I tweet... The thing is, if I tweet a magic thing, I'll sometimes tweet it from my own account, but then I'll just retweet it from Masters of Modern, or I'll just tweet from Masters of Modern. Oh, yeah. Because my personal Twitter is filled with followers of different, of mostly a different variety sure. that don't give two darns about magic. I definitely try and keep my magic-specific ones to... The only time I start tweeting about magic from mine is when I realize I'm like arguing with a lot of people about stuff or like yeah. I'm starting an argument and I'm just like I don't need to put that onto the MMcast Twitter in the last poll I did of, of my Twitter followers uh, about 15% or I think something like 10 just over between 10 and 15% were magic followers okay so there's a small there's at least a portion yeah yeah but it's better you know if I tweet than just retweet from the Masters sure. of Honor account alright uh, follow us on Facebook at the MCast, follow us on YouTube we're uh, I think Top Decking TV on YouTube it's just the one slash outlier. Top Decking or just slash top decking. Yeah, I checked okay. Last night. Uh, check out our Patreon. It does help. We, you know, the money we get there is how we're able to. You know, if we didn't have the Patreon, we wouldn't have been able to buy a blue mic, which means a couple of weeks ago we like two weeks in a row couldn't record on our normal recording setup, and we wouldn't have had episodes. So it's yeah. literally saving the AE podcast. So thanks so much for all the donors. We definitely appreciate you guys. Um, make sure you check out uh, DMTW clothing. They're the best. They're really helpful. We're going to be coming out soon. We'll be able to tweet out images of the new playmat. We're going to be coming I out. I want to tweet that stuff out so bad. I know. And the, there's new card sleeves that we're looking to get made. So there's going to be really cool stuff from those guys. Um, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you guys uh, next week. There's a chance because I'm going to be out of town and scheduling might not work out that we might have the next two weeks off. But um, check in. We'll we'll tweet an announcement and post it to Facebook if that ends up happening. Probably um, probably Comic-Con week will be taken off, but possibly we'll have a show next week. Yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're trying to do a show next week. Comic-Con, for sure, we're taking that week off. Uh, yeah, so go to... Uh, <laughs> Series? Shut up. Um, and, uh, and then, of course, go to rocketgem.com. That's where you can find the episode. You'll yep. also find the commands on there. They're our sister podcast. Yep. Thanks for checking in, guys. We'll yep. see you next week. Hopefully. Bye.
Thank you for your attention. For further inquiries, send an email to the mmcast at rocketjump.com. See you later, alligator.